nodding in and out of smiles like an archaeopteryx comedian. I need to stop drinking out the same water I'm puking in. Like a box of matches in a world of lighters, I'm a loser. Occasional robotic bloodhound, fully employed boozer. A story with um, no plot. The last time I was uh, here, I did the podcast in a hotel room. We didn't have another chair. It was just the office chair. And then there was, like, the two beds. So, like, Noah and I just, like, sat on the floor. <laughs> I thought you were going to sit on the beds across from each other. I thought about like, it. And I'm like, that's way too intimate. It's <laughs> yeah. so, like, uh, should I lay stay, down? Yeah, like, <laughs> are, you, are we supposed to get real, like, real relaxed <laughs> yeah, real yeah, quick? Yeah. Do I take my shoes off? Yeah. You're just like, <laughs> For a podcast. <laughs> Guys, welcome to another episode of Escaping Tyranny. I'm joined by uh, a close friend, a love is guy to death, uh, Glenn, Throm- uh, Glenn Throneberry. Glenn mm. Friendberry is what I was about to say. You almost <laughs> nailed it on the first try, dude. <laughs> Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, fucking. It's. I'm glad to have you on. It. It sucks. Like I was thinking about it recently. I'm like, I, I could do this shit on Zoom, but I just don't want to. Wouldn't be as good. I mean, Zooms. For one, you're gonna talk over each other, right? Yep. There's always gonna be that little delay, and then there's something about sitting face to face. Yeah, having a couple beers. Yeah, just chilling. for sure. I feel like it's gonna happen at least once. Um, I want to do. I I offered chase uh, a spot to do like i want to do a podcast with chase and i was like for a certain amount of time we'd have to do it over zoom until like you know or if he's in albuquerque for the summer and stuff yeah we could do whatever but i'm like a certain amount of that you have to but i'm like i i just enjoy this more yeah it, i agree it's, it's way more fun you know well, what like I mean? it's even when we do our zoom like happy hours with all the guys and like uh, it, it's a great time but then put it's that tough. next to like when we all are able to get together and it's on a completely different level. Yeah, so, it's undefeated. Because, yeah. like, when you do it on Zoom, especially, right, like, if you do a Zoom or a FaceTime, a little different, you can kind of sort of recreate that. But when you do anything over, like, four people, you just sit and then and then it gets awkward because people can't, like, chime in or you can't have side conversations or whatever. It's Yeah, dude, I agree. The whole Zoom thing is fucking... I, I'm, I'm so over it. I'm over it. I, I teach over Zoom right now. Mm-hmm. I'm so far over it. I can have it begin to describe it it's like trying to do anything that i could normally do in person in a classroom trying to do that on zoom it's just completely different and just there i for one lose the interaction with the students right yeah and then just trying to actually relay information on zoom it's just not the same so and it's true for every case like you do you still have office hours yeah so i have like scheduled office hours so i'll have to like fire up a zoom session that's my office hours and i just sit there with it on and I just like you know have my camera off and I'm muted and then when someone I get like a little notification if someone pops in and that's the only way to do it yeah so. that's fucking wild dude because like I I'm I mean I fucking do a podcast but I, I don't even know how to work the microphones half the time <laughs> like, I, I have so many problems they'll be like I'll be in the middle of teaching and someone will send me like a chat they're like hey by the way the screen is just flashing on and off <laughs> And I'm like, is that is it that way for everyone? And like everyone in chat is like, yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. okay, I don't know what to, I was like, I don't know how to fix that to be yeah. honest. So off and on, and they're like still flashing. I'm like, all right, class canceled. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what else to do, man. It's just like, it's terrible. That and it sucks too because you're like, well, we're 30 minutes into this bitch. I'm glad you guys told me now. Yeah, <laughs> like, seriously. I was like, fuck? has it been the whole time? They're like, yeah. It it just finally like got on my nerves enough to say something. I'm like. <laughs> awesome sick dude <laughs> everyone's still paying full tuition is there any reduction no actually engineering is going up next semester oh my god so people are, are not happy about that but then it's starting to now transition into back to some state of normalcy but i yeah. think that it's going to be a lot of hybrid of some online some in person but for 
engineering at least a lot of the labs have been in person and then instruction has been over zoom which has been i think everyone's just gonna have to make the best out of it but it's definitely um i think on most surveys a lot of students especially i think engineering are asking to go back into the classroom just because it's so difficult to teach online i think they're not getting anything out of it and then it's too easy for them to be laid back right you're at home oh let me not put the camera on um, oh, I didn't know it was on. Or I didn't know it was off. Yeah, and so now I'm laying in bed because my camera's not on. Oh, 30 minutes in, I don't know what's been happening. I've been on my phone this whole yeah. time, right? Yeah. And, and I would be the same way as a student. I 100%. Dude, for sure. Like, I couldn't imagine. So I was talking to some people that I work with that have, like, uh, elementary school kids. And I'm like, could you fucking imagine? Like, because back then, right, you know, you have 25 minutes of recess. It's like they have, like, 25 minutes of instruction. Yeah. And then just their how like... You mean my, like, toys and stuff are right fucking here? Like, no way do I pay attention. Yeah. Like, how do, how do you learn fucking anything? No, there's no shot. Like, college kids, at least you've matured some that... Are, uh, enough, right? Enough that, like, y- you can make that choice. Like, as a kid, like, even if he, they, the kid sat in front of the, the thing, they're not going to take it in because that teacher's not there to rein them in. And then yeah. there's so much more self-teaching that you have to do right like the kids are having to teach themselves a lot more yeah. and as an elementary school like student you're not you're it, not there yet yeah and no, so then no it goes one. on the parents yeah so and but like i'll go walk the dog at like i don't know 10 30 11 whenever i kind of feel like it mm-hmm. and there's like little kids in my neighborhood that are like playing outside and i'm like it's like ten thirty in the morning on yeah. a on a Tuesday. Why are you out? Like, is there not classes? Like, what? Yeah. Is, like, why are you here? So I think that it kind of makes me wonder what the classes look like. Even I couldn't imagine. I really like. I, don't, I mean, especially in like self teaching is tough, and, and that's something you know. If you can start to master that, it's huge as an adult. I mean, it's fucking amazing. I couldn't imagine being asked to do that at what seven, eight no. years old. I mean, who the fuck? does that shit. No, you can't. Like, I, there's no shot. You'd have to be a, just a different breed to yeah. be able to already do that and have the the care to actually do it. Yeah, the care is huge. Yeah, because, like, in college, maybe you're already, like, taking classes that you care about, right? Because yeah. you've become more specialized and, like, it hopefully already kind of interests you. Right. High school. Like, if you told me to self-learn, like, history. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no shot. <laughs> what, like, do you see any kids, you know, because you're a TA right now, right? I'm um, like or, a, a full like instructor for a course. Sweet. So then, that being said, are you seeing that the kids who get it like really get it? Like, are you seeing any difference in that that the kids that are proficient self learning are really understanding the concept, or is that still a struggle? I think it's about the same of like the kids who get it like they're always going to get it. Like That's some, true. It, and from what I've seen, like you can tell right away. Like, no, they know what's going on fast, but you can also see it when you're teaching in person in the face, right? Mm-hmm. I can see, I can look out and like a lot I'll ask, does anyone have any questions? And I'll look at the class and I'm not even expecting a response. I can just look at them and say no yeah. or yes. Yeah. Over Zoom. You can I, feel that like almost in the body language. Exactly. Yeah. Over Zoom, I don't require cameras to be on because mm-hmm. I'm, my class is 88 students right now. So oh, I can't shit, even yeah. see them all on one it w- screen. It wouldn't even matter. Exactly. Yeah. So I tell them like, I encourage you to put it on because the first Zoom class I taught, I had like a direct correlation of, students with the camera on to good grades yeah and there were students who didn't have the camera on they got good grades but almost every student that had camera on got good grades and i don't know if that's because 
because they're a good student already, they're already focused, and that's why they have the camera on, or yeah. because they had the camera on, they were more focused during class, so they learned the material better. I don't know which way it went. I could, t- I mean, I could tell you right now from Zoom calls that we have for work, or, or the Microsoft Teams, or whatever, it's, it's all the same shit, right? Yeah. It just Zoom yeah. is, is easier, and everyone, it's wild, right? If you would have told someone Zoom two years ago, Odds are most people don't know what that is. No. You know, it's it's just another application that other people use, which is cool, whatever. But, like, so so we have Microsoft Teams, but Zoom for short, whatever. When I have my camera on, I, I feel more professional. Like, you, it's like holding yourself to that accountability. Exactly. You, you have to fucking do it. You do. I, and, and, you know, because there, there was a point when I was just, like, a salesman. I'd have the camera off, whatever, and then, like, just look at the email that's sent after. And it's like, okay, cool. And then I just... I miss so much shit. And in that, and like in a professional sense, it's like that's money left on the table at that point. I was yeah. commissioned. It's like if I would have paid attention a little bit more, all of a sudden I make, you know, $50, $100, $200 more a paycheck just because I paid attention. Yeah. And I mean, again, yeah, like back to the the student aspect, like how do you, how do you ask that? And then like just thinking about it right now, you know, when, when you're going through school in like high school and stuff, the not not that everyone thought this way, but for me it was like, okay, I have to have good enough grades. Because even though a C got you to play sports, like my mom would have kicked my fucking ass if I would have had like a a B minus. Yeah. And still wrestling, like, and she would always be like, "It's a New Mexico school system." I'm like, "All right, it's unfair." I'm like, "I'm." That's where I was born. I don't fucking know. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's what I know. Like, yeah, I mean, it is the school system. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. the school system. And so, but like that being said, it's like there's still extra stuff. I wasn't playing basketball, but I like to go to the basketball games, cheer on the school. You know what I mean? Like, and and you're having no extracurricular benefits yeah. while being in school. And I understand college. You pay for these courses. You should be here to study. You yeah. should be at this class to study and learn and and further yourself that way you can get a good job but you and i both know the extra shit is what makes it all so fucking worth it yeah it really does especially like high school i think even more so than college like you're saying like it is so necessary all i did was golf but you know not wasn't necessarily my choice i would have loved to play football basketball i just somehow missed out on the athletic ability that was required unfortunately yeah but, I, I missed that day where you, you pick up your talent right yeah like <laughs> I was like what what happened everyone grew I you know I finished eighth grade I was like I was a little bit on the small side I show up to high school I'm like what the fuck like, yeah. what is everyone doing up there I was like all I, right no sports for me and so I went from like the 50th percentile to fucking like the 89th <laughs> Like, I didn't grow until the summer between 10th and 11th grade. Like, I was yeah. probably 5'3 mm-hmm. until then. And then, like, in one summer, I went to 5'10. Yeah. It was just like, oh, shit. But, like, so, I, you know, I ended up playing golf. And that's what I would look forward to every day at school. Yeah. I was going to practice. Like, I, some of the courses somewhat interest me. Not really, because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah. You know, and for one, like, I didn't think I was that good at like math and stuff like I was taking calculus and I was like this isn't it like this is so boring yeah and then like so it was always about golf for me like or and then I did FFA too um so it was like those uh, two FFA things FFA is future farmers of yeah base yeah and okay. so like I did like wildlife um identification actually okay. is what I did in it and so that's all I did and like what's funny is I didn't put that much into school in high school but FFA was a lot of it was like tests. These competitions were like legitimately like 
what facts do you know like what can you identify and so it, it was a lot of studying and I studied more for FFA than I did for any single class in high school yeah and like a lot of my study habits study techniques and my realization that I could like do this stuff I could pick stuff up super quick was because of FFA so like between that and golf like that's what I got mostly out of high school to be honest like yeah it's weird because I was talking to my dad the other day and um it I had shit fall apart at work and I I had just long story short shit fell apart I got home realized I still had something else I had to do it was like 5 30 in the afternoon I just about cracked open a beer and fucking took off while on the phone with my dad. He's like, are you getting back in the car? I was like, yeah. He's like, why? And I was like, I forgot I got to build this display or whatever. And he's like, oh, I'm like proud of you. Like, you know, it's that work ethic. And then he, he just kind of stumbled. He's like, and I was like, no, it's fucking give a shit. Like, there's no real fuck. Like, you can give me a term. I don't give, I don't care. It's give a shit. It's yeah. like, do you give a shit about what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And like, that that's like, it, it's funny to hear you say that because that's the exact same thing that I hear out of that, right? Is like FFA to you was something you gave a shit about. Yeah. And so you fucking did something about it. Yeah. Cause like if I think about classes in comparison, I knew I was going to NMSU. I was like, yeah. well, why would I not kind of, it's free. It's right here. It's home. Um, I, I love the, the sports of NMSU as weird as that is, you know, I grew up right. watching them. So like, but then like FFA, I was like, always while I was there, we had a real chance to like win state titles, which we did like in That's the end, cool. you know, like we were one of the most dominant like wildlife teams probably ever in the state. Wow. Golf. I guess that kind of checks out. I don't mean to cut you off, but like with, you know, NMSU being an ag school, like I guess that kind of checks out. Yeah. And really, so our, one of our teachers, um, was one like the main sponsor for it. And then we had a guy who worked for New Mexico department of game and fish who would come in and, and teach us. And he was a conservation officer really. And he would like bring in different, um, skulls, feathers, like stuff. And like a lot of what it was was like, you'd see a, a skull, you'd have to be able, be able to identify exactly what animal it is. And then like know certain facts about it. And it was all based on like big test banks and stuff, but like it was something so, um, like, I need to know this material, and if I know this material, we can do really well. Yeah. Whereas, like, high school, it's like, okay, I get good grades, and then what? Like, for what? Yeah. And, like, I ended up with good grades in high school, but it just, like, I, I didn't see, uh, other than getting good scholarships, things like that, which I, 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 like, qualified for, there was nothing to keep me just driving more and more for it. Whereas, then yeah. you go to college, and it's like, no, doing good here lands me a good job, which is, like another level so then I started yeah. caring more in college right yeah you, you kind of like see like you reap what you sow in college yeah you, you kind of like whereas high school it's kind of like fuck off like like that's what I got out of high school yeah like whether and, and I did like I said good in high school so maybe I if I did bad I would have a different outlook on this but if I put in more time to high school that would have not affected who I am today at all in my mind yeah like because I didn't come out of high school, you know, I took calculus classes, but I didn't come out knowing calculus because I didn't study it. Right. Like I knew the bare minimum and then I go to college and I'm like, okay, no, I actually need this for my career. So I actually put focus into it and then I actually learned the material. Yeah. And so, but high school, like if I put in a hundred percent more effort than what I did, I think college would have been exactly the same for me and like right. nothing really would have changed. So, well, and that's the thing, like, I, I think you're spot on with that because like one, I probably wasn't gonna go to New Mexico State. I 
I saw the first school I saw was Grand Canyon, which I'm so fucking glad I didn't go to. What a nightmare. So yeah, so <laughs> fucking glad. If you went to Grand Canyon, you go fuck yourself. No, the um, it's a it's a global audience. I'm sure they're coming after me. The um, the big thing though is like it's the only school I saw, so it's just like oh cool, like I'll fucking go here. And like New Mexico State was like the one spot my parents didn't want me to go. It was just it was right next to the border. That's that's all they fucking thought, right? Yeah. And, and which you know, as a parent, if you don't really know what's going on. That, that's a pretty fair assessment, right? Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's down by the border. I don't want you to go there. Yeah. And then come to find out, like, after I graduated, I fucking went to Albuquerque. Like, yeah. Albuquerque's way, way fucking worse, worse than way worse. Las Cruces, right? Yeah. It's like, it's leaps and bounds worse. Yeah. But, like, the the big thing, I, I got a 22 on my ACT. Yeah. So, nothing, like, that was the best I did. I took it four fucking times. Why? Yeah. I don't know. I, I fucking jerked off in high school. Like, yeah. didn't do anything crazy. Right. And... You know, I I didn't do anything that was bad, but I didn't do anything great. And yeah. I agree with you. Like, if I would have done exceptionally, what I may have gotten an extra class out of college that I didn't have to take or something. Yeah, and that was the thing. I got, like, a couple classes taken care of because I did do, like, AP classes. And, like, I don't know. I just – I could have put more effort into high school, and I just don't think it would have changed anything for me. Like, yeah. if had I put significantly less in, I do think it would have affected me because – I, I put in what I needed to, I think yeah. was the big deal. Like I did my assignments. I would, you know, make sure I pretty much knew what was going to go on for an exam. And that yeah. was it. When I got to college, like academics became just everything. One, I like yeah. liked learning the material and I loved being like leaving an exam or getting that grade back and just having knocked it out of the park being like, yeah, I did that shit. Yeah. And like, I just didn't care about that to that extent in high school. So was there, like, a switch for you in, like, school spirit at all? Like, were, did you give a fuck in high school about school spirit, and then college you were like, oh, let's go? Or was it vice versa? Like, what what was it for you that, like, was there anything that switched for you? School spirit, I, I don't know. It's kind of weird because in high school, we were, like, the dominant high school, especially the year I graduated, in yeah. basically everything. Yeah. We won, I think, football, basketball, maybe girls basketball. Um, I think soccer, I mean, we won, like, we just cleaned up state titles. Yeah. And so, like, school spirit was on, like, just on a high. And then... Just kind of naturally. Yeah, because you were good. And then you come to NMSU, and you're shit, right? (laughs) But, like, I still always love going to the football games. Basketball, we've always been good at. Um, And I will say, I I was bad about I never really went to, like, volleyball games or... Um, I, w- I would go to a few of the baseball games, but, like, kind of fair weather if it's nice outside. Right. Like, uh, that sounds kind of fun. Right. Um, but then I, I just got so kind of the first couple of years, or at least the first year of my degree, I was just doing, like, homework. I felt, like, nonstop. Yeah. And so I'd, like, try to break away and maybe go to a game or two. But I was typically going with my parents still since they lived yeah. in town. Um, and they had season tickets and like, I was like, if I can sit down during the game, that sounds wonderful rather than standing yeah. <laughs> in the student section for no reason. And then once I joined the fraternity, I stopped going with them and would just go with the chapter. And then my school spirit, I think went to just another level because of that. Yeah. yeah. And that, that was also just because of like the camaraderie, right? Like yeah, th- there was 40 of us at the game, whether we were going to win or lose. Yeah. We were there, we were happy to be there and we were just having fun together. Yeah. Like no matter what was going on. So there's something about being fucking hammered. Oh, 
cheering on a, a game that you we probably aren't gonna win. No, you, you, going just absolutely ape shit to to <laughs> instead of being down fifty two to zero, it's fifty two to six now because we missed the extra point, but we still got those six points on the board. It's like fucking let's go. yeah, like Doug Martin drew something up this one time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And it's probably more like the the cornerback was backpedaling and tore a calf muscle just yeah. on a freak accident. So we had an open receiver. He was the only happened. he was the only guy on the team that didn't have a spat taping. His shoes came untied and tripped. It's <laughs> yeah, like fucking like, let's go. Fuck it. Like, yeah, exactly. Did you see that the receiver just broke his ankles. It's like Dude, that wasn't it. There's something about because like so I I wasn't like the same like powerhouse that you were at right. Like you, you guys had five state titles in one year, yeah. six what, whatever it may be right. Even if it's four, whatever. My my senior year we had three state titles in one year and it was fucking awesome and not only that but like i always feel like there's a weird which is which is dumb there's always like a weird rivalry amongst sports at a school yeah which doesn't make any fucking sense yeah it's like you go to the same school like like there was always beef at like even our crosstown rivals they the the softball team hated the baseball team and the softball team hated the wrestling team wrestling team hated the softball team like baseball team hated softball team and it was like those were the three teams winning state titles. Yeah. And, and like Piedra Vista, hat, hats off to them. When they were winning state titles, they were winning four, five, six in a row. Yeah. Like like constantly winning, not just winning, but sustainably winning. Yeah. But their own students hated each other, and like when we were in school, it was like we okay, like this is our last chance. Like fuck yeah, like let's go soccer team, let's go volleyball, let's uh, and so we were all like on each other's like or on each other's side. We were like, it's all of us against everyone else. Fuck that. You guys don't need another opponent at your own school. Yeah. And and so, you know, we, we had three state titles in my senior year, which was fucking awesome. It was like, let's fucking go. That's, that's kick ass. And so, like you said, right? Like school spirit's easy to come by when you're winning. I don't think I've had a stronger school spirit. My, my, uh, just to say, I peaked in in high school and middle school. <laughs> Your boy, uh, uh, superlative in middle school. I got most school spirit. High school got most school spirit. College, I think my school spirit was stronger in college. And something like that only grows because you suck so much and still ride or die for your yep. fucking team. Yeah. 100%. How else do you fucking grow that school spirit if you haven't been somewhere where you're like, your team sucks? It would be cool to go to, like, an Alabama or, like, a Duke or something. Yeah. But how much does it suck winning all the time? Not that winning sucks all the time, but you have that one loss at the end of the year and it ruins your season? Ruins it. How the fuck do you survive? It's yeah. like we have crushing blows all the time because we lost the incarnate word or some yeah. fucking bullshit. Yeah, and it just you start to learn with it, but like it, like you said, it was always just ride or die. Like yeah, I couldn't wait for football season every year, just <laughs> yeah, like dude. for the tailgating, and and we'd show up, you know, oh first student tailgate, we're like okay, it opens at, at two, we got to be there, got to get a good spot, and we're the only people tailgating <laughs> until five. <laughs> And, and we other beat people. the state police. Yeah, literally, they're like, "What the? How did you get out here? We have tents. We have like, and but we're just going fucking nuts the whole yeah. time. Like, and it, it's just like, it is the best fucking time. And like, you always talk like, "Oh yeah," and then we'll go to the bars after. And like, the yeah. game is over. You're like, I'm really fucking either drunk or hungover now. Like, depending yeah. on if you bought beers in the stadium, you're like, what? let it ride or it, yeah, exactly. And not even not even that, right? Like sometimes it's like we were getting our ass kicked at halftime. It's like. I went home. I took a nap. It's like, yeah. I'm not going back out. Like, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about, dude? I'm hung over at this fucking yeah, point. Yeah, literally. Dude, I, it was funny. So Kirsten and I, we, we got in, I don't know, maybe 
an hour ago, give or take, and we were we were about twenty miles out, and I was like, dude, throw in some turnpike. I was listening. Dude. I was listening to Dance Kevin Dance, which I love Dance Kevin Dance, but it's like you're coming in Las Cruces. Shout out Reinhardt if you're listening to this. It's like I said, global global audience. He he's probably listening, yeah. but Reinhardt blessed my ears with Turnpike. I didn't know Turnpike before that. No, I don't think any of us did. He, he put on seven and seven, and everyone was like, oh, "Dude, Reinhardt, what the fuck is this?" Yeah, and then it like keeps going. You're like, okay, I can, I can fuck with it. Okay, and then like every time we're drinking the quads, it gets played like. One out of every ten songs was fucking seven and seven. You know, we, we'd be hanging out like different sororities and stuff, and they're yep. wanting like, oh, put on whatever the fucking popular yeah. songs were at that time. Kendrick yeah. Lamar, or, like Travis Scott, whatever the fuck it yeah, was. Whatever we'd it play is. like three of them, and then it's fucking Turnpike, and they're just like, see him looking, we're all just fucking yeah. <laughs> screaming. Let's go, dude. I told Kirsten, I was like, I know it's not a part of the song. I know it's not a part of the song. I know it's not there, but subconsciously, that song starts, and all of a sudden, I hear, yeah, yeah. like, the me. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Always. Oh, my God, dude. And we were driving in, and I'm like, I hear that, and, like, we're pulling, and you see a mountain. You start, we were pulling behind the stadium, and we pull behind the, like, old frat house, and we see, and I'm just like, I, I just, like, I was buzzing with energy, right? Like, I just get, like, this big smile dude, on my face. Same. I listen to Turnpike, like, almost Every time I'm going to hang out, like in a like the big fraternity yep. setting, I have to throw it on just because it like it gets my mind like in the perfect. It's like like if I need to get pumped up to go drink <laughs> with my friends, but it's like perfect. I'm so ready every time I hear yeah. it. Like I I guarantee I play it in the car on the way to wherever we go from Fuck here. Like, yeah, I was about like, to say I'm fucking down. Guaranteed. Like, and that's the thing is like like you said like do you need to be in that mindset? No, but it's but there you know uh, being an adult and you being like. We're working now. All of a sudden, you know, con- I, I feel like that constantly, right? Whereas when I was in college, if I got done with math class and I got back to the house, it kind of went away. Like if I was stressing about a test, whatever, you get back to the house. Not even before you open a beer, you just get to the house and it's just like it just went away. Yep. Like, like just the thought of it. You didn't think about it again until you had to study or whatever the case may be. Right. But – in college, like every, almost all your worries are like super small. Yeah, money is a little bit different in college, but everything else kind of went away. Yeah, and and as an adult, it kind of just sits with you. Mm-hmm. It just sits with you, and, and not right, wrong, or other. It's just, yeah, you think about it a little bit more than you probably should. Yeah, hundred percent. And and it just sticks with you a little bit, little bit after a little bit, right? Yeah. And like sometimes when you play that music. It just slips away, Makes like how it used away, to. Yeah. yeah, it just like For sure. everything you were fucking worried about. It just, yeah, it just slipped away. It, it like it makes me revert back to like junior year, just yeah, junior senior year, and like once we realized there was more uh, Turnpike songs in seven and seven, <laughs> you know, and we realized what else was out there. But like, man, that those times it was just in the that old eight hundred Greek complex that oh, you're a little worried if you jump too hard on the floor. You were going through it, but fuck, that was fun times, dude. What's what's another what's another song that just fucking resonates with you? You you flash back almost immediately. At any time period, it doesn't have to be with the fraternity or anything. I think a weird one is uh, "Club Can't Handle Me" by Flo Rida. <laughs> dude, I dude before sorry before you tell this story, I was so fucked up when I realized that Flo Rida. Was just Florida. Florida. Yeah, like, <laughs> and, like saw the. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I was never a stoner, yeah. but I felt like a stoner yeah, moment. Like, oh, fuck. 
Goddamn. <laughs> but, dude, that song, among many others, like, within the same realm, so my buddy, uh, Evan, who's, like, my one of my best friends in high school, we were on the golf team together, he lived close to me, and this motherfucker didn't get his driver's license to, like, senior year, For right? Sure. And I get mine sophomore year, so I drive him everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. Especially but, if it's your buddy. Yeah, yeah, and like it was always like I never really cared, although he was always late for whatever the fuck yeah. we were doing. We'd have a golf tournament, and it, we'd have to like be there at ten or something. And I show up to his house at like nine forty-five, and his dad's like, "Yeah, I think he's in the in the back." I remember this specifically. I go into the back uh, to his room. He's asleep in bed. <laughs> I was like, "Bro, motherfucker, like, we gotta go!" Up. Like, yeah. <laughs> and of course, we probably stopped by Santa Fe Grill on the way to the tournament. <laughs> Didn't swing once before teeing off God, for a right up, tournament. Go, just like, cold, fuck it, you know, and cold went out. Send and, it. Yeah, fired a, a stiff 104, <laughs> dude, for the team, you know. <laughs> My coach is just like, what the fuck, man? But It's like, I guess I'm rusty, coach. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't know what happened, man. But we, we would listen to Club Can't Handle Me all the time oh, and both dude. just sing it at the top of our lungs, yep. like, going wherever. And I had this, like, little silver Tacoma that we were always in. It was, like, a little two-seater. We had to have our clubs just thrown in the back yep just a shit ton of like gatorades and everything i think else actually like, i remember that was the tacoma you had yes and, yep i was about to say i remember that little i remember sitting in the back of that little fucker yeah dude we the quote-unquote back the back dude. seat yeah it's like extended cab you're like <laughs> yeah. excuse me where but dude yeah. we went everywhere in that thing and we'd play that song and to this day i fucking when we hang out together i always throw it on or here yeah. and there when i need like a I just need like a good energy song that I don't yeah. know what to play. I'll throw that one on, and it it always hits right. It's at uh, what was it, Pavlov, Pavlov with the dogs, like where you like ring the bell. You know what I'm talking about? No. So so Pav, I'm gonna fuck this up. I I'm three beers in, but I haven't ate since 10 a.m. Oh, so fair. just just bear with me. But uh, Pavlov or the Pavlovian theory is like, so he would ring a bell every time his dogs ate. Um, again, I'm going to fuck this up. Oh, I, think. I know. It's like from The Office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, they, they, that's the what altoid. they're talking about. Yeah, yes. the Altoid yes. thing, right? The Pavlov's, like, rule. So every time, like, the, the computer turns on, he offers an Altoid. Yeah. And so he, like, creates that, like, the, like that common whatever in, in the person's head. Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden, it turns on, and the guy, like, reaches out for the Altoid. It's like, oh, yeah, like... That that's why he he recognizes that. Yeah, and it's the same thing because like we never played that song when we were down, right? Or or right. even we were never down when that song was playing. You right. know, it always got us going turnpike. We were never yep. sitting there like sad about something. We're, yeah, we were we were never just like studying. Yeah, <laughs> like seven on seven. Like, yeah, on. we were fucking <laughs> letting it rip. Dude. Yeah, so, like it, it's like the best. Yeah, a hundred percent though. It's like yeah, that. it's it's Pavlovian for sure. I I'm trying to think the the one that like kills me and like. I feel immature immediately. Immediately when it turns on, I feel like I am 20 years old, like, about to just, like, I I didn't drink at, that, at 20, but I've, I feel like I'm about to drive people to a party. Yeah. Is uh, The Middle by DJ Snake. I would know it if I heard it. Yeah, it's like, um, I... <laughs> I say it's a global audience as like a joke, but I like I'm kind of worried if this girl hears this. But anywho, Maggie Wilkins would always like be around when this played, but she would just be like, bam, 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 like freaking out. Andre loved this song. She loved this song, and they would just fucking freak out, dude. Like 
I'll play it for you after this, but it's so fucking funny, because every time I hear it, I think of fucking sophomore year, just like, yep, we're fucking, we're going hard. We're just, like, jumping in Mondo's room for no fucking Dude, reason. <laughs> we jumped way too much in that fucking frat house. Like, on the first floor, sure, but we would but always even be on, on the that first top... floor, even on the first floor, it felt like the floor was going to give yeah, out. Like, How the fuck it... are you going to tell me that, that that building's safe? Yeah. No, they knew it wasn't. They, they finally kicked us out. They're like, oh. They're like, yeah, yeah, this building's condemned. It's like, no shit, yeah, bitch. Oh, really? <laughs> like, I, I, I cannot believe someone's foot did not go through a floorboard somewhere in there. At house. least one time. At least once. One time. I, I, I agree with you. the The funniest thing is like, I love, I love that they're like, oh yeah, this this building is condemned. We'll kick you out after this school year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just be careful. And you're like. What? Which is the yeah. worst thing they ever could have said. They're like, because housing would still do inspections. They're like, yeah, we're gonna. Um, they they told us like, oh, the building's you know not safe to live in or condemned or whatever. It's gonna be torn down. Which every person in the fraternity's reaction to that was, we'll go oh, cool, ahead and we'll get start. started. <laughs> like we're fucking everyone just punching holes in walls. Like they're like they're gonna tear it not down even, anyway. I'm like, okay, Fuck. not even like punching holes in the wall, but like Mondo's room having like a a, a full person sized fucking hole yes behind a goddamn poster but it's behind the door so no one ever noticed yeah and they're like oh yeah keg in the closet they put a keg there it's like yeah good one dude oh my god dude like and then i remember i remember this like pretty specifically is hearing this from i think i heard it from bose but he was like yeah dude they were like checking out the house because they were supposed to like have some camp of like some students from like an, an, uh, a middle school or high school they're supposed to stay there but they didn't realize that we had like legitimately punched holes just everywhere. in the fucking walls like everywhere like they they never should have told us what the plans were for yeah. that like you know, if they were like oh we're gonna use it for whatever maybe yeah. people would have refrained a little maybe. bit maybe but Ma- yeah, yeah that was they just like uncaged everyone just fucking just, sent like, it dude <laughs> came like a competition like who can get the most holes in the wall in 60 seconds yeah. or like you're just like god damn it like i remember legitimate holes and you couldn't be like oh it was like fucking throwing the ball off the wall to like practice my like fielding for like baseball yeah. like i was practicing for intramurals like you're yeah. on c team you're like that's what i'm practicing exactly yeah i'm trying i'm trying to make fucking a team next year you're a senior yeah i know dude <laughs> like victory lap yeah exactly like you could fucking see like the thumb mark from like yeah. the oh, fist and it, shit. It was undeniable. Like, it's what so it was. fucking funny to like think about that shit. What's some? What's the dumbest thing that we did that you're like, oh fuck, I can't believe we fucking did that shit. Hmm. Damn, I don't. There's so many. <laughs> For me, it was always deciding that I could uh, walk home from wherever I was drunk. Wherever. What from wherever? I remember we had a uh, a joint party uh, in preparation for the UNM game, right? We had mm-hmm. fuck the Lobos party. Oh, it was with AGR, right? Yeah. I was, I was about to say, I was like, who did we ever have a joint party? I'm like, AGR was cool. AGR was awesome, and yeah. that, that was always a great time. And I'm like chilling outside because it gets hotter than fucking there. Yeah. And this dude comes up and he's like, hey man, how's it going? I'm like, pretty good. He's like, hey, what's up? I'm uh, I'm Mike from UNM. I'm like, okay. And he's like, Mike from Pike. It'll be easy to remember. And sure enough, I still remember this. 
And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like Mike fucking hit it set off. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, well, you got it. You're right. And so he's like, yeah, I got to take my girlfriend home. But he's, and I guess this was like maybe before we had a lot of Ubers or he just didn't want to pay. I don't fucking know what the deal was. Yeah. But he was like, I got to get my girlfriend home. So we're going to, we're going to walk. And I was like, oh, where are you guys staying? And he, they were staying at a, a hotel off of Valley, like across the street from Whataburger, basically. Okay. Yeah. From the AGR house. And he's like, brings her out he's like carrying her she like is incapable of moving i was like i'll help you out this dude i have never met before him and i carry his girlfriend to their hotel off of valley so then i dropped him off and at this time i lived literally her off yeah just like at the front (laughs) like at the gates like and i live up past telshore at this time so i call um for anybody anybody listening that doesn't know that's what six miles (laughs) it's probably like yeah, two, three miles. Okay, it's, but it's like, long enough. It's long enough. Like, I don't need to be making this walk. I'm, and to give you an idea of, like, my state at this point, I call Robert, who's dry ride, telling him I need a ride and where I was. He's like, Glenn, I don't know what the fuck you're saying. I hope you make it home all right, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hangs up. And, like, that's to be not, fair, like. That's not reassuring at all. What's he going to do, though? Like, he literally couldn't understand. I was slurring my words so hard. He couldn't understand what I was saying. <laughs> so I was like, fuck it. I'll walk it. Out of nowhere. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. But, like, when you're... Like, when you're sober, like, walking is out of the question. <laughs> yeah, fuck no. It's all uphill, too. Yeah, The whole dude. city is sloped that direction. Yeah. I, it would have taken me five hours. Dude, when, when you're... Like, no one, no one thinks that they can climb Everest more than a drunk person. No. <laughs> yeah. Like, I could, do, I could fucking do that. Like, to me, I was like, fucking it's nothing. Five and a half miles? I'll walk that shit. It's cruises, dude. It's nice outside. Like, I'm like, what the fuck am I thinking? And out of nowhere, someone's like, I hear someone yell my name. I look around. Fucking Wesley Chang is driving oh, by. Because yes. he happened to go to Whataburger because he was hungry. He wasn't even fucking at the party, I don't think. He just happened to go to Whataburger. He's like, Glenn. And I like, he pulls over to me. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, going home, man. He's like... <laughs> He's like, you're halfway across town. He's like, get the fuck in the car, Glenn. I was like, all right, all right. Like, but I, I, in my mind, dude, I had that easy. I was like, I did like half, like half that distance to go from AGR to Down Valley. Also completely wrong. Not accurate I also love, I also love that you walked from AGR to this hotel. And I don't, I don't know where this hotel is. Or right across from Whataburger. But the fact, the fact that you walked farther from your house. Yes, I, I went in the opposite direction. You yo-yoed from yeah. that fucking point. To, to help a dude, I literally met 30 seconds before carry his girlfriend to their hotel. From UNM, nonetheless. Yeah, from UNM, who was at the Fuck the Lobos party, having what seems to be a great time, because they were both fucked up, man. Like, they, So, like, it was just a good party. Maybe they agreed. Like, yeah, fuck the Lobos. This is way better down here. This is sick, dude. Yeah, dude. You fucking did recruiting without even thinking about it. He's like, I shouldn't have signed with Pike. Fuck. Shouldn't have signed with Pike. Shouldn't have gone to UNM. Shouldn't have. <laughs> like this is all a mistake, dude. I but but it was like, I don't know. May, maybe it was just because like everyone else walked home, right? Like walked home. But but we when we say walk home, we were at the fucking frat house. Yeah, which we, was we central. Went either from Dublin's or Whiskey Dicks, which walk, was not right? far. No, not far at all. Not at all. Whiskey Dicks to the frat house is what three quarters of a mile. Yeah, maybe? probably. Plus you get to stop and hang out with the horses. hang out with the cows. Yeah, yeah, like. <laughs> So, like, there's sightseeing along the way, too, but, yeah. like, Dublin's is 
even closer probably oh, you just so cut close. through campus no i i've had the i anybody listening to this that didn't go to nmsu or did go to nmsu is probably annoyed by this but like seriously from dublin's to the frat house is a straight shot yeah. if you walk if you walk you you could stay on the same fucking sidewalk yeah and be there in seven minutes yeah it's not fucking far no it's fucking like I miss that so much, and like I didn't even have that very often. Yeah. But that walk from Dublin to the frat house, like you could stumble home and still be there in twenty minutes. Dude, it was always such a fun time too. Like that walk, I I didn't I never lived at the frat house, but I yeah. would often make the walk back with everyone. Yeah. And then get my Uber or dry ride from the frat house home. Sure. Like yeah, whereas yeah. I just as easily could have called it at the fucking bar, but like I was but like, it's not I don't no miss but out it, on that like, exactly like those. That's that's the scariest thing about being in the fraternity, right? Like, and I, and I'm shocked that you didn't actually live at the house just because of that. I understand. I completely understand why you didn't live at the house, yeah. right? You you're from Crucis. You you have other things going on. It makes sense. I'm yeah. not, I'm not I'm not mad, and I'm not any of that. I I completely understand why you didn't. But shocked just because it's that unplanned shit that takes off at the house, dude. A hundred percent. And I. I, I am sad I missed out on that, but I, I definitely started hanging around the house a lot more yeah. once um, T4 went to Korea. and we, we T, just T4 talked, meaning? Oh, yeah, T4, um, Wesley, Chang, Colin, Luce, Izzy Torres, Brandon Wu. Yeah. You know, they're all super good friends from, from a what long time. What does T4 mean, by the way? I'm sorry. Taiwan 4, because they went to Taiwan <laughs> together. I didn't even realize that, to be honest with you. But T4, okay, so I, I knew that T4 was that. Yeah, was that yeah they're the Taiwan 4, because they went to Taiwan after graduating high school. And yeah. I, I wasn't super close with them at that point. You know, I knew of them in high school. We were friends, but they weren't my, like, close circle. Yeah, you weren't buds at that point. They, you know, they all stayed in Crucis to yeah. go to NMSU, so I started hanging out with them more, because a lot of the people that I was really close with went on to, you know, most, a uh, couple of my really good friends went to Lubbock. I was living with one of my really good friends, and then I was hanging out with them a lot. Then they joined Lambda Chi, get me to come around. Yeah. And so I didn't join until my second semester of my sophomore year. Yeah. And I would like only hang around them. I would only go to the house when they were going to the house. I mean, you know, Tierney and I were in the same we're in the same class, and you probably never saw me very rarely that first semester. Yeah. You no. know. And, and I just like wouldn't go around. And then are you, they, or are you saying the first semester in the fraternity? Or no, like, like our associate semester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Like yeah. I would go to the meetings and like anything else I was required to. Yeah. And that was about it. Yeah. They leave and go to Korea, and I'm like, oh shit! Like, what am I gonna do? And right. so like I just kind of started going to the frat house. I was like, I'm. I don't have homework. I don't have anything right. to do. I'll just go see what's going on at the frat house. And like I started going around more and more. So I got to be part of a little bit of the just spur of the moment shit that happens and stuff. And so I definitely am sad. I didn't get to live in the house or didn't get that chance. Um, I wouldn't say I regret it necessarily because I, you know, I I had a great situation going on for me and it like, it helped me with school. I could like just, you know, cause focusing on school in the frat house isn't an easy thing to do. So like I, I had my own good setup, but I definitely do miss, uh, uh, sad that I didn't get to like some of just the spur of the moment stuff that just happens when you're there. But and again, like if you got a good setup, you got a good setup. Like don't don't fight don't fight what's working for exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I was I was talking to someone about this earlier, and uh, not not to not to give away like craziness for us, but uh, we're Glenn and I and another guy were in a situation, if you will, just to put it as mildly as possible. Yeah. We were we were driving back to the frat house. I was sleep deprived. Glenn is right next to me. 
and uh, we're we're, we're real Every, close everyone to is sleep deprived. We're all sleep deprived, all and, and we're just fucking we're driving back to the frat house. But we we're on like kind of a time crunch, and uh, I'm I'm driving, and I pull up to the stop sign, and uh, I'm just kind of waiting, and waiting, and Glenn because we're all sleep deprived. Glenn's probably irritated, probably a little irritable, just yeah, like for fucking. Sure. Like what the what the fuck, and Glenn just lets out this. What the fuck are we doing? And I was all, oh fuck. And I start pulling forward, going back to the browse. And like, I don't know, maybe two or three minutes goes by, and I like look over at Glenn. I'm like, yeah, I was waiting for that stop sign to turn green. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> but the thing was, I didn't say anything until I like clicked in and realized what the fuck was happening. You know, like I we sat there for a minute probably. <laughs> at and, like, least at least a minute. Think about okay, think about how many people don't stop at a stop sign at all. Yeah. A California stop, you just roll through, right? Yeah, we made up for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, holy fuck. Dude, we sat there at least a minute. And at it, least a minute. I finally just like snapped back into like what was happening and I was like <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like <laughs> That's one of my favorite memories, and like that was like, I think that was like a spawn of like a friendship. Right? Yeah, like, I think so too. And it, it is just like one of those things that like. So Glenn, if you if you're listening to this and you know Glenn, you'll understand what I'm about to say. If you don't know Glenn, I'm about to fucking learn you up on something. Glenn is a fucking cunt in this <laughs> aspect, right? Glenn is the type of person that will take what you say and say a dad joke, like a pun of some sort, but you won't even know, and then all of a sudden you turn and you go, fuck you, and <laughs> what you just did. And one of the funniest, like, I have, t- I have two separate occasions. One was Glenn came back from a cruise with all of his buddies, all, all our buddies, I didn't go to the cruise, but Glenn comes back from the cruise, and we're, we're listening to someone else tell this story about peeing off the side of a boat, peeing off the side of the cruise line. And someone's like, yeah, dude, he pissed off the entire boat. And Glenn and I both were like, wow, he pissed off the whole boat? Like, how could they all be so mad at him? <laughs> he must have said something really fucked up, man. And they're like, I fucking hate you. That's Glenn to a fucking D. He says some shit. It's like a dad joke, but people fucking hate him for it. It's always Camden. <laughs> Fucking the most literal person of all time, Camden Wilcox. Do you remember during, we had um, fraternity elections when we were having meetings in, in Corbett, and we'd have to break our fraternity, know what you're about to say. our fraternity elections into two separate meetings because they would take so long, and the first one we would we cover... We had to have intermission. Yeah, we, we would cover president, vice president, and it would take hours. The, the, the president and the two vice presidents probably took an hour and a half. At least, oh, at least, at least. I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying on a on our best election, yeah. best time wise, it would took an hour and a half. Because I think least. we typically would start meeting at six, sure. seven, something. Sure. Yeah. I remember this time we were there, and it was, at this point, it's at least eleven o'clock. Mm-hmm. We've been there so long, and we still have shit to go through, and we're like in an intermission or something, and our buddy Camden, ah, oh, this motherfucker, <laughs> he's he's just the most serious person, so literal. And he's just standing at the window, just looking outside by himself for a few minutes. Or, you know, like 30 seconds. He's like, it's cold out there. And and I just turned around. I was like, Kim, do you have fucking thermometers in your eyeballs? And everyone busts out laughing. He's like, fuck you, Glenn. <laughs> oh, poor dude. Oh, dude. 
I fucking love it so much. And the the funny part is, is like I fucking relate with that that humor. So oh, that's why 100%. I'm like, I fucking love it. I'm like, I I'm not gonna let a moment go past. Like where I'm like, yes, I fucking love it, Glenn. I hate you, but I fucking love you. Oh my god. And so there was there was another occasion, and I got Glenn. This is the first one of the only times I've ever got Glenn in one of these situations, right? Uh, Colin Morikawa had just won the PGA Championship. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what course it was, but it was a course he had played quite a few yeah, times. Yeah, it was in the Bay Area Yeah, I went to and, school. And so he he wins that, and it was, we were talking about iron shots for golf. We were talking about, you know, just being accurate and being, being in a good spot where you're at. And Glenn's like, yeah, dude. And on that course, like, you have to be straight. <laughs> and I just look at Glenn, and I'm like, dude. I, and I'm, like, dead serious. I'm like, dude, I don't – I mean – I don't really know much about golf right now in the professional level, but I'm pretty sure you could be homosexual. And he looks at me, he's like, fuck you. <laughs> and, dude, I, as I said it, and you, like, started talking, I could tell in your tone, and I was just like, this motherfucker. Like, yeah, God damn it, I set it up, man. I put it on a tee, like, perfect for you, man. Yeah, I, I did, like, dude. I couldn't oh. fucking help it. It was so it out. good, though. It was so good. That's fucking Glenn's humor to a fucking tee. Oh, 100%. A hundred percent, and I, I just have this dry humor that, like, all, like, and, you know, go back to teaching, like, my students, they don't know me very well. <laughs> I can imagine these poor kids. And I use the same, like, jokes, if you will, every semester, and, you know, like, especially uh, for this semester at NMSU, we had a one-day spring break, yeah. right, and so, and it happened to fall on a day I, I had class, and so the, the week before, like, that, the class right before that break, I was like, hey, guys, I, I know the university has uh, like spring holiday next time uh, next week, um, but we just have not gotten through as many lectures as we need to. I we really need to have class if we hope to finish this out. And you guys need this stuff for your next the next step in this or uh, in your degree program. And you could see their face like the, the energy just drained from it. And I was like, guys, I'm just fucking kidding. I can't make you come to school <laughs> when there's a school holiday. And this dude, like uh, six of them, messaged me. They're like, man, like. You actually got me. Like they wanted, yeah. if it was like one of you guys, you'd have been like, "Fuck you, man!" Like Fuck that. Off. That's what they wanted to say. And I use that same joke every semester, and every time it works. I'm like, I, you guys, I, dude, I love it so much. Like, I was gonna say, I think that's why like Glenn and I click so fucking much, is because like you and I will just fucking like have like these really, really like sarcastic and like really dry. Like nothing bothers me more than when like all of a sudden you get me. On, like, something that's, like, super serious, and I'll, like, answer, and I'll, like, turn back and, like, fuck you. Fuck you. You got me. (laughs) Dude, I I just, like, love looking for those opportunities, and one of my more fucked up ones um, was uh, Anthony Franklin, who's, like, this big, (laughs) lovable dude, but, like... So gullible, though. Yeah, so gullible, and I mean, if he... If he was mad at me, he could snap me in half in yeah. an instant. But like, I never, I know he never would, right? He's just like, yeah. I just love the guy. Or he could put like put the mafia on you. Yeah, or whichever he felt like, you yeah. know, like. And he's running. We we're doing elections again, and he decides to run for high design. Uh huh. And he put all this work into this presentation, and he said, you know, I'm a very artistic person, <laughs> all this stuff. And he finishes the presentation. And he's like, yeah, any questions? I'm like, hey, could you go back to slide, like, three? And he goes back. I'm like, I, I worry about you being high design because you're going to be in, in charge of, like, signing off on our T-shirts with, like, whatever wording we have on it. And you misspelled autistic. And he looks back, back. And I was like, 
<laughs> I was like, dude. The, the funniest part is I feel I feel like I'm the I'm the guy that fucking laughs out loud. Like, in the meeting, yeah. and everyone else is, like, serious. They're like, oh, my God, did he misspell something? And I'm like, I'm just kidding with you, man. I was like, you fucking had a great presentation. Oh my like, God. It, he put so much into it, and he did so good. I f- but he's like, he's like, oh, shit. Oh, dude, I fucking love it so much. And, like, oh, fuck. There, I'll, I'm going to I'm gonna have to tell you after this podcast, the one that reminds me so much, I... It, it it's obviously a secret, but I gotta fucking tell you after. But you would fucking say some shit, just like there was another dude. Colin Lachey was like that too. Though. Colin Lachey's it, good. He would pop off of some shit. One of my favorite things that he ever said in meeting, because we were coming at the end of a term of um, what's the just faculty advisor? Yeah, all, yeah. We just needed someone on campus that would be part of the faculty. Like, or was faculty, but could be a part of our chapter, yeah. technically. And, um, we're like, it's kind of a serious moment because it's like, oh, we're kind of fucked. Like, Dr. Barney's not going to be around anymore. Yeah. Like, to just sign off on whatever the fuck we do. We kind of sort of need, like, a faculty. And then calling out of nowhere, it's just like, have, has anyone asked Bofa? <laughs> and, like, everyone's like, what? It's like, Bofa D's nuts. <laughs> That's why that was kind of new, dude. So, like, it, oh, my God, it was so good. And I I laughed hard. I laughed hard, and I f- and, and just maybe it's just my own perception. I thought no one else laughed. Oh, no, dude, it was so good, and I knew it, dude, because Colin had been, like, you, you know, I was close with that group T4, I said right, again, right. and he, he would use that, like, would send them to us, like, all the time, and I'm like, Colin, like you're not, you're not clever, but like he got the entire chapter because he would always send us like he's like, hey, do you guys like Wendy's? And <laughs> and he's and we're like, he's like Wendy's nuts drag across your face, like whatever the fuck it was, and like he got the entire chapter, like it was so fucking good, dude. There's always those times though, like where people try to like use those jokes, right? And they're like, do you like dragons? Like what? It's like, do you like Wendy's? Nuts are dragging across your face in the middle of the night when we're having sex. It's yeah, like, you're just okay, like, wow, wow, that was, that was a long walk for <laughs> yeah, a short drink like, of water. Okay, man, you got me. <laughs> I think you need this win more than I need this L, bro. Yeah, for real. It's like the, it's like Michael in the office when he's trying to get the uh, the up dodge, yeah. and he, he finally nails it and he fucks it up. He's yes, like, gotcha, he's like, fuck. <laughs> Oh, dude, that was so good from Colin, though. Like, it, it was the it perfect was environment delivery. for it, too. In a perfect delivery. Colin has such a good delivery. Oh, dude, we took an Uber. So we were uh, we were in Phoenix for uh, waste management, and we mm-hmm. took a lift. We were just going out to the bars drinking or whatever, and he starts, like, cracking jokes just about, like, you know, snatching an- ankles and intramurals and stuff. And our lift driver did not talk to us the entire time, but all, like, and, and just kind of, like, what, stoic, I guess. Yeah, yeah. They're just like, like real, like uh, straight face, and just fucking chilling in the front, driving us, no big deal. And I'm in the front too, and all of a sudden, I just a little bit of just like a, <laughs> like from the fucking driver, yeah. and all of a sudden he's like laughing out loud, listening dude, to Colin, just dude, fucking, and he has jokes. a very contagious laughter. So, so like, contagious. and he laughs at his own jokes because like he knows they're good. <laughs> And that, that just amplifies it, dude. But, like, yeah. uh, you say snatching ankles and, like, playing basketball. Wesley, I think it was mostly Wesley Chang, but also Colin would wear swim trunks to play basketball all the time. And someone's like, and no one really ever said anything. And one day someone's like, dude, why do you wear swim trunks to play basketball? He's like, my jump shot's so wet, dude. I'm just like, 
You wear you wear swim trunks and intramurals for three straight years. <laughs> for wait, that one wait, the long con, dude. <laughs> Build up for that joke was <laughs> three years. It's like finally. You can't let that moment pass up. No, like it was so perfect, dude. Like that's what Eminem was talking about, bro. Yeah. It's your one shot. <laughs> your one over. It's like the one shining moment song playing in the background <laughs> while you tell the joke, dude. dude. Oh, it's so good. Oh, dude, it's like that moment of like a fucking of like a karate movie. It's like you're fulfilling your destiny. <laughs> literally, that was it, dude. That's how I felt literally every oh, time I got Camden with a joke too, though. But, like, it was too often, but it still, yeah. it still had that same just, like, sting. I just loved it every time. Like, I would wait. There, there's a couple of reactions from Camden that just were fucking awesome. There's there's some that were, like, you know, like a fuck you, and it was, like, that was that was rewarding, right? It was, like, a Camden got it. It's rewarding. It's, like, nice. Then there's some where, like, Camden would just pause and just, like, not know what to do. Yeah. And that was funny, too, and that was, like, almost as rewarding. Nothing was more rewarding than when Camden literally was about to fight you because he was, like, so pissed off and thought you were so literal. <laughs> about which one? Just in, no, or or no, just, no, a, just in general. Oh, I, no, no, yeah, yeah, nothing, yeah. nothing specific, like, but, fuck. like, no, 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 no. I'm just but saying yeah, in general. I, I know what mood you're talking about or, yeah, like, that where he that would reaction. Just, he would just, like, no, and yeah. that's why this is wrong. He's and, just but- spitting facts because <laughs> Wikipedia, dude, he... He's, he knows so much. Camden knows so much. So, dude, and his, his, uh, what, what's the expression for that? Is like, uh, everything he knows is like an inch deep, a mile wide. Yes. Like, everything. Yes. Yeah. And I remember one time I had just joined the chapter. I was in AM. I wouldn't really message in the chat, yeah. in like the chat at all. And someone, this is the first time I ever said something like kind of, it wasn't even mean or just like, just like kind of a jab at Camden. But he always likes, like he's like we said, so serious and so like um, matter spe- matter speaks, of fact. Matter of fact, speaks with purpose. And someone's yeah. like, "What? Which building is Goddard?" He's like, um, "It's to the south when you're facing the flagpole on the horseshoe." <laughs> and, 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 and I, I don't replied, even know what you're about to say, but I'm like, and I, I replied love it. in the chat, and I was like, "That depends on which direction you're facing the flagpole. Like, there's not a front of a flagpole." And he was just like. Fuck you, Glenn. You know what I mean, <laughs> like, because he knows I know the building of Goddard. I literally just messaged just to fuck with him, cause like it's an engineering building. I know exactly what building it is, and I wasn't helping at all. Just I literally just like came in there to jab at Camden, didn't say anything else. I'm I'm the guy that just fucking messages too much in the group chat. Like I just I want to throw out as many jabs. Like I'm I'm the guy of like uh, you can't make threes unless you shoot them, right? Yeah, true. Like, shoot I, or I just, shoot. Yeah. I just fucking, I just let them loose though. Like, yeah. I, and it's like a machine gun, right? Like, I'll just fucking throw out comment after comment on the messenger. Yeah. You are like fucking. I want to be a hundred percent from my moment. <laughs> you just like stride. Yeah, <laughs> you're like lurking in the dark, and you're just like, all right, I have to wait, 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 wait. And you're like, dude, no, you're like the, you're like the king of the ice at the bottom of a cup when you go to McDonald's, right? You like get to the end of like the Coke, and you're trying to get the ice, and, and then Glenn's like, hold, hold, hold the line. go. <laughs> all the ice goes on the face, and everyone's all is fucking perfect. I feel like everyone's reaction when I do tell a joke, I'm like, I'm the one that thinks it's really funny, and everyone else is just like, fuck you, man. Like, I'm the one who gets humor out of it, yes. and, it's, and everyone else is like, disdain, or like, they, they that's the best comedy. Yeah, though. I agree, dude. I love it. Like, I, like, when everyone else is like, my favorite, honestly, my, my honestly God favorite is when I say a joke, and everyone goes, that's not funny. Not because it's like a, dude, why'd you say that? It's not. 
that's not funny. Like, yeah. like a, like, okay, like, ha ha. Like, yeah. that's not, but like when everyone goes, that's not funny. And it's like, you're holding back laughter, <laughs> which is even better for yeah, me. Like, it was funny though. It was fucking everything I needed and then some. But dude, I feel bad for Caitlin because like, with her living with me now, she just has to like, take all of it and it's just like non-stop of like her <laughs> explaining her long ass day and then i come in with some just like dumbass comment she's like i never mind i yeah. fuck it like <laughs> it's done and it's what sucks is like i again i think they're funny and i can't even name a single one of the things i say to her right. because i say them it's constant so often to right. her and i i feel so bad for her and she just has to like She's just like, okay, I don't want to tell you about my day anymore because you're just going to make jokes. Like, she ever, like, thrown anything at you? Just like, fucking... Like. No, I just stand really far when I tell jokes. <laughs> I know she doesn't have a good arm. She's a soccer player. It's all in the legs, dude. I, I just stand at the other side of the as house. As long as she can't kick you. Yeah, exactly. Fine. I'm just, like, shouting across the house. Oh, my gosh. Glenn, I think this is a good jumping off point. We've been talking for an hour now. but Love uh, it. It was a great time. Dude, I I love you so much. This yeah, has I love been you awesome. Too, man. It, so, was a, it was a blast. Yeah. Guys, this has been another... Uh, guys, I'm drunk. The, uh, this has been another episode of Escaping Tyranny. Love you guys. Bye. I'm going to write a book, and I don't care if you read it. I'm going to make a movie. I don't care if you watch it. I'm going to wave anyway. I could care less if you look. And if you don't shake my hand, I'll put it back in my pocket. I'm gonna write a book, and I don't care if you read it. I'm gonna make a movie, I don't care if you watch it. I'm gonna wave anyway, I could care less if you look. And if you don't shake my hand, I'll put it back in my pocket. I'm gonna write a book, and I don't care if you read it. I'm gonna make a movie, I don't care if you watch it. I'm gonna wave anyway, I could care less if you look. And if you don't shake my hand, I'll put it back in my pocket.